You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session five. I am so thrilled to have you here as always. Really, really pumped for y'all to listen to this session because I think it is such a useful context in terms of like simplifying marketing and simplifying solving the right problem in your business. So really going to be super helpful to see it through Allie's eyes. And also just to remember, like she's been doing this for 10 years and these are some of those foundations she's kind of going back and resetting on. And so whether you've been in business that long or you're new, I, I really hope that it shows you that these are some of the things that we don't always want to skip over even in favor of you know, the shinier objects because we always have to come back to them. So really hope this episode serves you. Here it is. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hello, hello. I am getting excited. Finally getting back to normal this week. Not yet, but so close. (laughs) Close. When does does Becca go back? Wednesday. So one more day at home and then it's me. Amazing. Well, happy new year. Yes. Happy new year. We did nothing. I think I was asleep by 830. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that's a good way to bring in the new year as well rested. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's not a bad thing. um, I I think I told you, but I went to like the different doctor and he was talking about like my sleep patterns. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I always get plenty of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're like, not a problem. <laughs> I go to bed at 830. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> good, good. So give me an update. Um, well, update is new year. I have been working on like the new format of social media posts by doing your content planning party. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, that's about as far as I've gotten with work. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm excited. I worked through the new process, like really kind of working on the flow and I'm almost done with the new proposal. So yeah, just ready to roll, I guess, for the new year. Beautiful. And I think you are also set up kind of like what you want the potential like mastermind to look like and what that would feel like and how you would meet all of those kind of things too. Yeah, I think so. Um, (laughs) I put so much pressure on myself, as you know, for like everything that I'm like, oh, now I have to pick a book. (laughs) But I think it's only because I have like five books that I've never got to read or finish that I've purchased. So Mm -hmm. now I'm excited to actually like dive in and have somebody like maybe do it with me. So yeah, where to start? (laughs) Listen, I think like the thing that you have to keep remembering with that is like, you really can't get it wrong. Right. Like it's a totally free thing that's just supposed to be about fun for you. There's no loss, right? Like you can't pick the wrong book or pick the wrong amount of times to meet or pick like you almost have to go in it with like a can't lose, can't get it wrong kind of attitude, right? Yeah. And I'm a constant worrier. So I'm always like in my mind playing all the way things could go wrong. So mm-hmm. it's it's something I definitely need to work on <laughs> with that and with everything is knowing that there is 
no messing up really. Yeah. Or even knowing like with anything, probably some things might go wrong. Like, do you know what I mean? But like, that's sort of the point is to kind of like go out and bump into stuff enough for something to go wrong so you can fix it and move forward. Um, So like with the mastermind, it's not to say like, just assume nothing will ever go wrong. It's more like assume that you can't pick wrong because it's free and you can handle it, right? Right. And there's always another month to try something else and absolutely (laughs) shift and pivot. So yeah, it's exciting. And the only way that I know is if I do it. And so that's the whole point. Like I can't get it wrong because doing it is by itself the win. Okay, so just a little context because we had talked about this in Basecamp, so just want to make sure it's super clear for y'all. Allie is starting a mastermind kind of connection group and really wants to pick a monthly book to kind of give a starting point for conversation in that group. So that's what we're talking about here. But just notice how all the pressure is on picking right versus remembering that the action itself is the win, which is definitely going to be a theme for the rest of this call. But you know, how do I pick the right people, the right book, things like that versus me just doing this is totally, totally the win. I have been wanting this. I've been craving this. So I couldn't get the book wrong. I can't really get the people wrong. Just doing it is the win. And so this is going to be so true in your business as well, where the action itself is so often the win. We get so caught up in the exact right way to do things that we don't take action versus knowing that the action itself is what is going to get us the biggest results. So even if your message isn't perfect, putting it out there, even if you know, you're know you not sure it's the perfect book, still inviting people in, all those kind of things are ultimately going to create the biggest results for us. So hope that is permission for you to not pick right all the time, but remember that the win is always in picking and taking the action. Yes, because I can sit there and come up with a million ideas and never do them. <laughs> right. Exactly. The action always wins, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. So does that feel easy to pick? Like, can we just pick right now so you don't have to like think about it? Um, The one that I really want to read is The Power of Moments. Okay. Um, it was gifted to me a long time ago because I, I really believe it like, and this is kind of like personally, but like the power of the small moments in branding and like finding those touch points. And it's really about like creating those moments in life and in your business. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to read through that one. Yeah. Easy then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can we just pick that one and then decide when you go and do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yes. I actually wanted to start like listing out some people that I wanted to reach out to and get feelers. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was hoping to start like February. Okay. Um, since it's not like a big formal thing that I need to have right. a workflow for. So yeah. Okay, good. So Feb start date, you already know your book and you already have started a list. So really like you're just going to reach out and get it done. Yes. That's the brave part for me. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, you know, that's okay, right? Like it's, it's, not necessarily going to feel comfortable because you've never done it, right? Right. But still not bad. Right. Still very good. (laughs) I mean, that is something that I tell my child every day. Just because you're scared of doing something, it doesn't mean like you can't do it. He had to go to the dentist for the first time today. (laughs) And I'm like, why are you scared? You've done a million things you've never done before. And I'm like, maybe listen to yourself there. (laughs) 
you're like, oh, that was for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll coach him through that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I mean, it's good to have to take our own advice sometimes, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. But there's so also good. not a wall of prizes at the end of mine, so. <laughs> well, listen, you're the adult, so you get to make a wall of prizes. Like, True. what prize do you want for True reaching that. out to everybody, right? <laughs> Yes. I mean, I did also go to the soap store for getting him through it. So, I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. And like the prize is that you get to have that connection that you've been craving too. And I think that's just always good to keep the eye on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your happy hour. Like that was fun to me and exciting. And it just felt good, even though it was just like nonsense conversation. (laughs) Totally. It was like literally no value whatsoever (laughs) except for the connection, right? Yeah, that was fun. Right? Yeah. It's exciting. And I think what's what's helpful for you to see there, and I'm actually like super glad happy hour happened around this time so you could kind of get that experience or reminder, so to speak, but it's not about the value or like like it really is just about the connection that you've always been craving. So like all of the investments that didn't feel like good ones were because like what you really wanted was just that connection. And it's why like it doesn't actually matter what book you pick or any of those things because it's still just about having that connection. You know what I mean? Again, a little context for what we were talking about. I am hosting monthly happy hours for my clients. So that's what we were talking about there and really about how the value is just in the connection and not always what we have to get in signing up for a program, right? And so, you know, I think it's just that we're so quick to, in our space, only equate value to like something that makes you money or whatever, versus seeing like connection has its own value. There's a win there and that kind of thing, that exchange can be so important. And so look at that in your own kind of thought process and programs. Are you signing up for a program just because you think you want connection? Can you go create that for yourself? Or do you feel good signing up for that program saying you want connection? Are you being upfront about that? Or, you know, vice versa, like in your offerings, are you being clear about that? So anyway, just really important to see how sometimes value is just in the connection. And so Allie's really learning this in that she signed up for so many programs that were built for a different result, hoping to get the connection and really felt stuck because of that. And so now just taking that power back and creating it for herself is so huge here. Right. Yeah. That connection and the relationship building. I just, I missed that part. And it even like, I come from a very small town and then working from home, like it just compiles of how much I'm alone and Mm -hmm. I don't have that. And then, like I said, our church is shut down and everything is just like so quiet in the middle of the pandemic that I think it's just magnified it even more for me that how much I miss it. Mm -hmm. Totally. And so empowering to just be like, and I get to do something about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can do that. And it's like already happening. Like I'm already doing something. Yep. Going to happen. February. So good. So good. Okay, cool. So do you want to talk? I think you had said um, kind of like sales process for the new offer or things like that. Just give me a little rundown of what you're thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like starting to have a plan of how to like book this consistently and have a flow Um I mean, I know that I've always put so much pressure on a marketing plan and that's not like where I want to go with this, but also kind of because I don't want to 
just rely on somebody hopefully seeing a Facebook post or, you know, like I, I want to have the feeling that there's going to be a consistency behind it or not that I'm just like launching a new offer and I hope somebody wants it. You know, I don't, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably not. Well, I mean, kind of, but I think like something interesting that you said is like rely on someone hopefully seeing a Facebook post, like, but that is kind of the marketing plan, right? <laughs> well, yes. And that's where like, I know I need to be better at posting in Facebook groups. And so that's where like having that solid is really going to help because I mean, nobody's going to see my page, just hopefully. <laughs> well, let me give you a little bit of a hard time. here. I think when you say like, I've relied too heavily on a marketing plan in the past. What I think you mean is I've spent way too much time strategizing it, building it out, thinking about it, overthinking it, et cetera. But I think like not so much on the like doing the marketing super, super consistently, right? So I want you to be careful not like to, to see that like the gap was the execution of the plan, not the plan. Does that make sense? So if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I am obsessed with solving the right problem and there is nothing that kills me more in business than when we're trying to solve the wrong problem. So one of the lessons here is just always make sure you know what your actual problem is. And and what I want to really illustrate here is that Allie's problem wasn't relying too much on the marketing plan, but making unattainable plans and then having huge gaps in the execution, right? And so that is so important as a takeaway for anyone listening. Like if you are trying to create the quote unquote perfect marketing plan, but it is not sustainable or attainable for you to actually do it, you're gonna create these massive gaps in it and then end up being really inconsistent and not executing. And so while it might seem like, yeah, that's the perfect plan, It's not if you can't actually execute on it, right? So your plan might be way, 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 way pared down compared to what you think would be perfect. But if you can execute on it consistently, then I promise you it's the perfect plan for you. So really take that into account, both of those things. Know what the actual problem is, right? Then also remember that having that really attainable, doable marketing plan that you can stick to is going to be the biggest impactor of your success. It's not how grand or intense the plan itself actually is. Yes. And I think also with that is that I've always been (laughs) when your eyes are bigger than your stomach with a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. I mean, I think that I can do all these things. And what I've learned from 2020 is simplify. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I haven't been able to remain consistent because I get thrown a wrench. And then once I fall off of it, I it's really hard for me to get back on. And that's when I decide that I should probably just burn down everything and start over. So yeah. So helpful to see, right? So the problem was never like a plan or not a plan or putting too much pressure on the plan. It was like creating a plan that just didn't work. And so then I couldn't execute on it, right? Right. Yes. Good to just good to like keep solving for the right problem. So it's like, do I have a sustainable plan? And like, can I reliably execute on it, even if something happens or Beckett has to be home from school or whatever that is, right? Right. And that's, yeah, that's where I've always felt. (laughs) So right now, like the plan that we have set up, does this feel sustainable? Does it feel unclear in any way? Does it feel like too much, too little? Like, tell me where your head's at right now. Um, 
you telling me that it's okay to post the same post in Facebook groups, like that took mm-hmm. a huge weight lift off of me because I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, now I have to write a whole nother set. And I know that I won't follow mm-hmm. through with one or the other because something will get in the way and I'll only be able to get one thing done. So that's going to be huge for me. Um, because when I sat down, I wrote like, I think I worked on like the first strategy one and I knocked out the five posts and then I like, copied and adjusted it for an email and all of that was just like set up and beautiful and I'm like wow that was simple so now when you're like oh no you can just use those oh okay (laughs) right yeah so that took a a big weight off my shoulders of trying to figure out another five under the same topic or for sure yeah listen I think like the the biggest thing that we want to do is make everything that you do work for you in multiple ways, right? Yes. So just like how that became your newsletter, it also becomes posts that go into other spaces and so on and so forth. And that's when you really start to win because how long did that all take you? Um, I think writing those five posts probably took me an hour, which was me really being nitpicky and deleting yeah. a lot. <laughs> So that's amazing. So like an hour and I was nitpicky and then I turned it into a uh, an email, which took how long? Oh, that was all included. Oh, in the even better. Hours. Yeah. So a full hour to do the marketing you needed to do that week, then your VA is going to be the one posting, right? Yep. And I mean, she's so amazing because I sent it to her on Saturday and I'm like, sorry, it's the new year. <laughs> and she already had it going <laughs> out today. So yeah. Yeah. So now to get ahead... And then she'll be able to start mixing in the different days. So it's not like the same post going to Facebook groups as it is on my page. But Right. Yeah. I mean, how huge is that, right? Like in an hour, you're accomplishing basically a week's worth of marketing without doing anything else, right? Yeah. And going through your content planning party, that really helped. Like, especially when you were like, make it a blog post title for the theme of the week. Mm. So that made it come a lot easier because before I was really struggling of like, okay, so I'm going to talk about strategy and I'm going to talk about this topic with strategy. And then I need to break that down to five separate topics. And I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it came out pretty easy. And then I have like the one um, selected for the month of which one I'm going to make into a blog post just out of the five posts. And that will go directly to my VA as well. So that won't be any extra writing. So that'll just be pretty simple, I hope. So yeah. What Ali is talking about here about breaking weekly themes into blog post titles and how I asked her to do that in Basecamp um, is really important. And this is the best hack. And it really, I think, made it so much easier for Ali. So just wanted to share it with y'all, which is basically once you do the content plan and you have your you know, categories and you have your weekly themes under them, if you write your weekly theme like sales calls, it gets a little harder to get inspired. Like, what do I have to say about that? All that kind of stuff. But if you write it like it's a blog post title or an email title, like five ways to get more results on your sales calls next week, then it gets so much easier to start writing to it, to start creating content around it. So that's something I really 
challenge my clients to do a lot, like, cool, make the content plan, get the weekly themes, then turn it into an actual title so that you can write to it much more efficiently and much easier. And then it also makes it so then you can do a blog on it. It can become your email subject line, all that kind of stuff. And it all starts to get cohesive because you were writing to it the whole time. So if you've done content planning party, if you have your own content plan, I highly recommend breaking the weekly themes down into a post title and then writing to that. Amazing. So like the two biggest things then are like engagement, which we can talk about, and then like selling. Yes. So pick your poison, (laughs) which one you want to talk about first. Okay. Well, I think I should go with engagement because this has come up to me a few times um, already. I struggle (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> like when somebody messages me about like, what what's your service? I don't even know how to say this without coming off as an idiot. But like, I don't know how to start a regular conversation without being like, I don't know, here's what I do. Like, I, it feels, I, it's always been like, feels so icky to me to sell like on Instagram. And I think that that's where I'm like getting it stuck in my head or Facebook or wherever just from somebody saying hi. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> no. I mean, sense. maybe. Like, are you saying it feels weird for you to message people? Or are you saying it feels weird when people message you? Like, just help me understand that no, thing so like, you're talking about. I've had somebody message like, oh, I'm interested in doing a rebrand at the first of the year or some sort of timeline, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know where to go with that to have a conversation and get to know each other. Before I'm like, well, here's the information. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if someone's telling you I'm interested in this service, the the answer is here's let's get on a call. Okay. See, I didn't know if that was like jumping the gun or, and this is where I second guess everything and I shouldn't, but I mean, it's always about the relationship building. So then I'm like, oh, okay. But why do well, I need to talk about they have it? enough of a relationship with you if they're already telling you that. Does that make sense? True. Okay. Like if you were reaching out to me and saying, let's just use this as an example. You love literally, you've been a listener or whatever. You reach out to me and you say, I think I'm thinking of hiring a business coach at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, awesome. Let's get to know each other first. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, well, I mean, I'm kind of there. Like I'm mostly interested in hiring it. Right. Now, it, it, say it had been the opposite. Say you never listened to literally at all or whatever, then yeah, you would have to build a relationship with me in some way through my content or whatever to know you were interested in hiring me. Right. You're so right. I mean, if they're reaching out to me, they've obviously been reading something. Exactly. Okay. So if if the outreach is like because they're interested, just move them to a call. Doi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, it makes it a lot easier for you. It's like, if they're not saying they're interested, then yeah, we might need to have a, a deeper conversation. If they're saying they're interested, I just always get them on the call. Okay. I was trying to Does add too okay? much into that. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. engagement-wise, I would love any tips on like how to make this manageable that I don't feel like I need to spend so much time every day doing this either. Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, like, what I personally do is set a fucking timer. <laughs> um, and I, I think it seems so ridiculous, but it's just one of those things where, like, you can get stuck in a rabbit hole. 
And then you feel like it's unmanageable, right? Like I'm like, oh shit, I accidentally spent like an hour in my Facebook group and I only had 10 minutes. This is unmanageable. (laughs) Right. Versus like I had 10 minutes and I spent 10 minutes. And of course I could do that every day, right? Right. Does that make sense? It is. And I know that that's when I just don't do things because I know it's going to take me longer than I have. Yep. Totally. And it feels overwhelming versus it feels like a task I could get done in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Um, so how many Facebook groups are you posting in? Three, right? Um, three or four? Yeah, we were talking about three. Three. Okay. So if you could just be like, I'm going to go engage in each of those for five minutes a day. Okay. Ten minutes a day. Whatever. That's fi- anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes a day. Yep. So the same groups that I'm going to be posting in. Yep. I um in my group I can see insights on every post. Mm-hmm. You know how like on your business page you can see insights. Yeah, I can see it for every post, which is awesome. And what reliably is the only thing I can see that matters in terms of like how many people their post is getting presented to is level of engagement. Okay. Because obviously, like, Facebook wants it to be about authentic engagement, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm engaging with you a lot, then Facebook's going to assume you want to see my post. And, like, obviously that can feel almost, like, shady in a way. But I think it can also feel really, really good because it's like, well, if what I want is for people to engage with me, of course I would go engage with them. Yeah. If what I want is to form relationships, of course I would go uh, comment on their posts. Like, it's almost funny to think, like, I want to build relationships, but I definitely wouldn't comment or whatever, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So does that make sense? Like, it's really just about, like, it, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's not like you have to, you know, give these, like, insane responses each time. It's really just, like, um, you know, am I putting myself out there enough to be starting conversations with people every day. Yeah. And I found that even when I do it, I'm commenting on things that don't even really have to pertain to my business. And I find it fun to like start that conversation. So yeah. Absolutely. And you also don't like, I think that some people where they get tripped up is then they almost like, like half want to guess like, Ooh, but who would be my client? Who should I comment with? And it's like, that's not really the point. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it has been presented to me before, like engagement wise, too. So, since I'm branding, like set up, go in that Facebook group, do a search for branding, and then save that as the bookmark. So, it's only that mm. topic coming up. Mm. And sometimes I just felt like that was so boring. <laughs> I don't know. Um, or kind of even like a waste of time daily because that's not even something that's going to come up every single day in the group. Yeah, I also think that's a little bit I, – I think that can be a strategy that works. Don't get me wrong. Like maybe you do it once a week. But it's more like short-term win versus long-term build. Right. You don't really want your business to be predicated on like hopefully finding someone who's posted that they're looking for branding. You really want it to be on – consistently building a relationship so when someone's ready for branding they're always coming to you kind of thing correct and 
when I couldn't verbalize something earlier, that's what I was trying to get across is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, doesn't matter what you engage on. It's not really about that. It's just like, if I'm an active member of this community, if I want people to be engaging with me, am I engaging with them and so on and so forth? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, let me just make you a little note here. Daily engagement. And three groups is a lot more manageable than like the 15 bookmarks that I have saved. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Hard no. Um, and then... We want to say, okay, um, so that's kind of like the plan, but then I think we can also be like, cool, how do we fast forward that? How do we get people converting faster? But it's really just like, am I being out there? Am I putting myself out there? Am I engaging is the foundation, right? Yes. And that I am all good on. So then well, the we'll next step from <laughs> – yes, will be. The next step from there is then kind of like what else makes sense to add on top of that? Like do I want to, you know, do something else to warm people up? Yeah. So it could be like a master class. It could be, you know, a challenge you run. It could just be offering brand audit calls. Like there's, you know, a whole plethora of things here. But you see my point, right? Yeah, and that's – I, I keep listening to your sessions and it's the building on top of that. That's what yeah. I'm like excited about to find like this manageable baseline and then be able to know that I can grow and build on top of. So, yes. So do any of those sound exciting to you that I just mentioned? Um, They all sound a little scary to me, <laughs> if I can okay. be real. And it's only because like I've tried things in the past. I know I never executed it properly. So I've never gotten a great response, you know, like, so I'm excited to do them. I love to build things. I love to create new things. I It just always is like, oh, uh, will this one work? <laughs> well, the answer to that is like maybe, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. So what I mean by that is like, it's, it's not just like, will enough people come to this one and then buy? It's like, can this be the foundation? Uh-huh. That then sets them up to buy again in the future, right? So, like, the first time they come to something or get on a call with you or whatever, they might not buy right then. Mm -hmm. But do they come to the next one or do they then get on a sales call or, or, or? So, it's, like, the cumulative effect versus the one event meaning so much, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, it's almost, like, back to that thing at the beginning. You can't get it wrong. Like, you doing a masterclass for the first time, like just by doing that action, you've won. Does that make sense? So something I really believe in business, you guys know this if you've been listening, is about sustainability and like the compound effect over time of things. So basically the compound effect of like events, posting, relationships, et cetera, over time, I think just grows your business exponentially versus what we were talking about with Ali, which is like that making that one event matter so much or searching for that one keyword in a group and hoping someone's there today that needs support. Like those things aren't bad. It's just that that's not ever how we're going to get exponential results in business. The way we get exponential results in business and with money and, and things like that, right, is through a compound effect, working out whatever. It's like 
the more I work out, you know, the better and better my results get. The more I do things consistently in my business, same, you know, the more I invest, the more my money makes over time, right? And so thinking about your business in that way versus like hopefully today in that one group, I find that one thing, there's not no value in that. That done a ton of ton over time certainly can get you a result, but like you're never going to have the fitness results you want in one day and just finding that one keyword in a group one day isn't gonna do it, right? So really looking at your strategy like that. Am I using a strategy that is about the compound effect over time? Am I not just committing to one event, but doing multiple events to see the result of that over time? Am I not just committing to posting in a group once or going and searching in that group once, but you know, the effect of doing that over and over again over time, right? So hopefully that helps just give you context. Again, nothing is wrong with doing some of those short-term things. It's just don't only do those because then things aren't getting easier and better over time. Yes. And it can be used in so many different ways, even if like, I can't just put the pressure on the masterclass. For sure. And, and the result will be like unseen to a certain extent for a period of time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that that's where I've always put so much pressure on like that monetary value of that day. Like if I launch or if I do this and then I don't make anything out of it, it must've been a failure or. Mm-hmm. And not, not to put this on there, cause I'm certainly not suggesting that it's not possible, but you almost want to go in being like, it's, it, it might be expected that I don't make a ton of sales my first event. Right. You know, and it's not to say that you're not like planning for it and, and believing it's possible, but it's just not like such a measure of the success, right? It's like if I got 20 more people on my list and I got to talk to five of them, like that's huge, huge progress, right? Absolutely. Kind of cool. Yeah. And I have a small list. So in the past, I've I've put so much pressure on like making all this money and all these conversions and like numbers. And then that stresses mm. me out <laughs> instead mm. of like, like you just said, five calls is great or. It's huge. Yeah. Let's just play this out. Like really walk the numbers out. Say I got 20 people to sign up. Say I end up having calls with five of them and say two of them converted. That's tremendous, right? It is. Say I had calls with five of them and one of them converted. Is it still worth it? Yes. Say I had calls with five of them and one of them ended up converting two months from now and another one ended up converting four months from now. Is it still worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. So like you can't lose, right? (laughs) Right. Like that, you almost just have to take it that far in your head to be able to see like, oh yeah, like none of, like there's really not a place where this goes wrong. Yeah. Does that feel better? It does. It does. Okay. So then what do you want to do? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I like master classes, but I also like creating Mm -hmm. like daily challenges. I don't I'm always attracted to things that I don't have to sit and spend like an hour and a half on because I don't get an hour and a half out of my day. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I love like 
the daily email with a tiny challenge that I can knock out in like 15 minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I personally am attracted to. Mm -hmm. So that's what always feels best to me because I don't feel like I'm putting this huge commitment on somebody else or. Well, let's think about your your ideal client. Like, I think that makes sense, too, because obviously they're either new, so everything's overwhelming, or they already have a brand and they're needing to rebrand, and so then they're busy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I think that makes sense no matter how you slice it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that feel okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of mine are Where it's- moms, too, so – Yeah, where it's just like, well, what really makes sense ultimately? Okay, cool. Like, you know. And the the time piece fits either person at either place, right? And again, it's just a test. Like, we'll see how you like it. We'll see how they like it. Right. And I like bite-sized information, so. (laughs) So maybe it's – would you say it's like more like a – you know, like a video series or video training series, or would you say it's more like a challenge or what comes up for you there? Um, I think, and maybe I'm just getting like too excited about this, but like, I think a fun little video training series, but each day has yeah. like an action step. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think the thing that's nice about that is you can reuse that as well. Right. With guidance, yes. <laughs> yes. You can kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. So what I would say is like first thing is like get this consistent pattern down of like going in the groups, posting and commenting so that like you kind of have like eyes on your side, so to speak, right? Yeah. So maybe do that for a couple weeks while you're getting this set up. Then for a couple weeks, promote the video series. Then go from there. From the video series, promote calls. Absolutely. So two weeks foundation, two weeks promoting, and then two weeks promoting calls. Or two weeks promoting video series, two weeks promoting calls. Does that feel okay? Yeah. Absolutely. So next question would be selling. Yes. How often are we selling in posts? How often are you selling on Instagram? All that kind of stuff. That I have no rhyme or reason to at all. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that is something I know I should probably put more intention in when I'm writing my posts. (laughs) Yeah. So would you say you sell at all or would you say I'm like just not selling period? Um, sometimes I'll share a link. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up so we can fact check you here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like Facebook, I know sometimes I'll share a link, but no, I'm not like ever hardcore. Buy my service, book a call. <laughs> So I think that's just a huge shift to make. Yeah. Um, Because for all your people know you're booked up if you're not saying that. True. Right? Slash you're never inviting that question in their mind, right? Yeah. 
They're never like, oh, should I book a call? Mm-hmm. They're just like not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So is so, there like a ratio of what I should use of like engagement, like double tap, heart my post or sell or? I would just say like as a starting point, and this is just, this is maybe not a forever thing, but this is maybe like a, as you lean into it thing, like, can you just, you know, commit to one sales post a week? Yeah. Now, ideally, we would end up doing more. But, like, I think that that's a fine starting point since you're doing none, right? That (laughs) feels like at least, like, you can kind of create a bridge there versus feeling like, now I want you to sell four times a week kind of thing, right? Right. Okay. Any resistance to that or does that feel super easy to keep it? I don't have any resistance to to adding it in. I've just always – I struggle with knowing like how to close it off. Like when should I be engagement and when I when should I be outreach or you know like direct message think me less, or I don't know. Think less adding it in and more it's a whole it's the it's a full sales post. <laughs> right. It's not like I'm adding it in at the bottom like and if you're interested book a call here like the whole <laughs> post is like here's why you should work with me. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. And the rest of it in terms of, like, engage, like, comment, like, it does – it literally doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, I get – But do you see what I mean? There's a difference between, like, I throw something at the bottom of a value post or I, like, actually say, here's a sales post on why you should buy from me. Okay, yeah. When you put it that way, I never do sales posts. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. (laughs) It's always a, here's some stuff, and if you like that. <laughs> right. And that's what we want to ship for sure. Yes. And I will say, like, doing this whole five posts on the one topic, like, that felt so good to write because before I'd been using um, pre-written captions kind of, you know, and, like, mm. customizing them. And I just mm-hmm. never felt like I had any direction or – I think that that's where I started to struggle. Like, how much do I share about myself? And then how much do I, like, share about my business? And then it just got to be, like, so many things that I was writing about and Mm -hmm. never, like, when was I actually selling anything? Obviously, I wasn't. Right. (laughs) Right. So important. And listen, I think, like, the thing to think about, too, is, like, obviously, like, we want there to be personal components and obviously in the uh, lenses we're doing, you're telling a personal story and stuff, but you don't want it to feel so much like that, that you never feel like you can sell. Right. Right. And yeah, like I was always trying to find this perfect recipe of like how many posts should be a like my why, and then how many should be the benefits of my service. Like, and I just kept trying to come up with this, schedule per se but it was never really focusing on my service right i want the schedule so i make sales but i'm never asking for the sale right damn straight (laughs) so fascinating and we all do it like that's not just a you thing i mean i think that's like kind of normal but i do think it's really really helpful to be able to kind of like note like 
oh shit, like that actually doesn't make sense. Like, how do I make this more of a thing? Yeah. And I also think like even having those fun posts about me or, you know, like some of them are just like, I like coffee, get to know me. Like it was easy for me to still keep that. So I actually filled all seven days yeah. Instead of just the five, because I could write two quick, fun posts that people can still get to know my personality. Absolutely. So. And you can weave that in. Like, you know, that's something I do quite a bit is like I, you know, in a post where I'm talking about value, I'll be like, and, you know, I love unicorns or and I love coffee or whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you just get used to weaving that in instead of it having to feel so separate. Yeah. Or forced. I put this on my calendar. This is the day that it's going to be. Now I have to write it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it can be both and it can kind of flow, right? Yeah. And if I don't get seven posts written, the five is good enough. Absolutely. And it's, I think, you know, to the last point too, it's like, and it doesn't matter perfectly how many times I say like it versus how many times I say DM me versus like, that's really not the point. It's more like, am I getting this out there? Are we building a relationship in some way? And then am I asking for the sale? So I think it's really helpful to just break down the process that we're talking about here. But the process is basically, this is in marketing and getting clients is get out there, right? Get visible, get out there, build the relationships and ask for the sale. Seriously, get out there, build the relationship, ask for the sale. It is about not making it more complicated than that, but also notice how we miss those pieces so often. Like, you know, Allie is very rarely asking for the sale, right? So it's like, I could be getting out there and building the relationships, but why am I not getting more sales? Well, am I asking for it? Or, you know, people might be on the opposite end. Like you're asking for the sale, but you have no one in your pipeline to ask for it to because you haven't been getting out there. And so where people get stuck is making it so much more complicated than that um, and thinking they have to do all these things versus kind of breaking it down to basics. So that's really what I would challenge you to look at this week in your business. Am I getting out there? Am I building relationships? And am I asking for the sale consistently? And if not, let me you know, really dive into that before I add all these other things into the mix because ultimately those things in and of themselves will get you big results and clients in your business, I promise you. Yes. Asking for the sale. Mm-hmm. And so does that feel okay? That one is just a straight sales post? Yep. Yay. I might even be able to up that to two, but I'll try one first. That's totally fine. I mean, if you can, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Don't I need to wrong. sit down and write again. So. <laughs> yeah. If you can, go for it. If you can't, no thing. Um, so this is an, a next question then is like, since you kind of changed up the service mm-hmm. in a way, right? Is there people that you had had calls with or talked to or had conversations with that were a no for whatever reason that this might be the time to follow back up with and say, hey, I've actually like revamped my services, would love to revisit that with you kind of thing? Um, There's a couple that I talked to a long time ago and even a couple that I had worked with before that said that they wanted Mm -hmm. to update, but they didn't want to make that ginormous commitment and investment again. So yeah, there's a few that I'm 
And I'd love to work with them to make sure that the process all flows and everything is good. So I told you I have the one client that already signed that I she's been in the homework phase and she's yeah she's pumped to try this out. And then I have Yay. a couple others that I'm going to present it to. Yeah, I think like that's always a good thing whenever we're thinking about a sales process and kind of building that out is like, how do we go to the people that are already warm, that are already early adopters, that already had open conversations, right? Instead of kind of almost feeling like we have to start from the ground up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll put it to do for you to reach out to them. Feel good? Yeah. Yep. Look at you selling. Plus, you have a warm lead in your DM, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was from a few weeks ago. I just hadn't brought it up because there were other things that we were talking about. So, (laughs) Okay, but still, you could go back to her now. I could, yes, yes. And by could, you mean will? Yes, yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I will, I will. Right? So good, though. Like, does this feel like... You can see how easy it could be or, like, what's coming up for you. No, this does make it feel a whole lot easier. I mean, obviously, like I said, the taking the pressure of off of writing five separate posts to post somewhere else. Yes. And, yeah, this – I couldn't believe how quick something spilled out of me writing that. Um And it's so funny because even in one of my posts for the week, I'm talking about like brand messaging and like just speaking in your real voice and how easy it comes. And I'm like, well, duh, look how long this post is. (laughs) 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 But I mean, I seriously went from two years ago hiring my copywriter to do everything for me. And I mean, like Mm. social media posts, email, everything to now I don't even think about it and I just write. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun again. And that's where it gets easy, right? Like, if it's fun, it's easy to do. And it's fast, right? Yeah. And having that narrowed if, in topic, it just – it se- plus, I know exactly what I want to do for my service. And you got me lit up again about, like, getting to design. So getting to write about that made me excited. <laughs> yeah, so fun. You're like, wait. And, and like – Here's a better thing to think about. It's not only like, wait, I want to write about this. It's like, wait, I actually want to sell the shit out of this. Yes. And that's where I was like, now I want a sales funnel. (laughs) Right. right, (laughs) I want to get this going so I can design and have fun. And yeah. So posts are going out. You can start engaging like literally today. Yes. Yes. Two weeks from now is like the 18th ish. So in order to get that video training set up, obviously we'd need like lead page. I call it a lead page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Opt-in. Opt-in page. Um, and some promotional posts. Easy, hard, good enough, done in, to do in two weeks. What comes up? Um, it would have to be two weeks from Wednesday. So I had a two full work weeks. <laughs> Oh, I see what you're saying. When Becca goes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, easy. So if we make the goal to have that done by the 20th, that works? Sure, if I can come up with a topic and what it's going to be about. <laughs> okay, so let's just pick. 
What I really want you to start training yourself is like how fast and easy it can be to just pick. Like we just picked the book. You picked what you're doing for the mastermind. Like what, how can we just pick? Notice here how I want Allie to just pick a thing and how just picking is the win because that's what's going to keep building her self-trust. Like ultimately that self-trust of I can pick and get it right and it can be fine is going to be the thing that determines ultimately like the speed of her success and how good it feels to her, right? And this is true for all of us. Like if you really build that self-trust in business, you will be so surprised how good things feel and how fast you can move forward. And so some of it just starts with getting uncomfortable. Like Allie just really has not been in the practice of trusting herself. And so it's super uncomfortable to just pick a thing and not make it important. You know, most of her business, she's been going, oh my God, it's so important what I pick. It's so important that, you know, I usually don't pick or it keeps me stuck or I let other people pick and then I'm frustrated, all the things, right? So if you're in this place, really challenge yourself, just pick and go for it. And I know that that requires mindset work and I know that it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but taking that action really does pull the mindset forward because you're just showing yourself like, oh, I picked that and it's been fine and that's great and cool. How can I get quicker at picking the next thing? Like you really have to change the habit by changing the habit, you know what I mean? So this is just a great opportunity for her to start doing that. And so if you're experiencing this in your own business or if you have clients experiencing this, just picking and running with it and seeing picking as the win, right? Like the action itself is the win is something we were talking about earlier is what's so important. It's not how do I get it perfect? It's like, how quickly can I pick, trust myself and move forward? Yeah, that's what I'm not good at. Okay, good. <laughs> tell me, tell me an idea. What do they need training on? Like, what's the step before hiring you? Yep, drawing a blank here. Oh, hold on, really quick. You know, by the t- by, when I, I'm saying the twentieth, I literally just mean the lead page and promo post. I don't mean like the videos are done, right? Yes. Yeah. That, okay. That's good. not happening. <laughs> okay. Good. Maybe it's. Mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the training behind it and all I'm coming up with is like a blog post in my head. What do you mean a blog post? Well, like five ways to know it's time for a rebrand or that you need a brand, but that's not really something to opt in for. Is it potentially like getting clear on where they want their brand to be going? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like, like the things that they say to me when they come to me. Well, or maybe better said is like, what makes them ready to come to you? Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I might be ready to come to you and I know that I have this like really clear vision for my brand that's just not showing up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Or like I might be ready to come to you and I feel like the brand I currently have is just not at all in alignment. Mm. Yes. With what I want to be putting out there. Yeah. So like the, then the win for you is like, how do I help them get there? Because if I get really clear on what I want that to be, and I'm like super locked in on that, then it becomes a no brainer to take that step, right? Like the only reason I wouldn't be coming to you is if I was totally clear that my brand was already where I wanted it to be, or... I just didn't even think about it, <laughs> right? Right. 
And that I think that that's where sometimes I get too far ahead of myself of like, so what's coming up for me is, okay, so then do I help them find, like I do personal branding, so I want it to come from them. And like, so do I help them find the inspiration for that or... Inspiration being like a Pinterest board or something is what you're saying? Well, yeah. So like they can realize their branding and the visuals and like the meaning behind the brand comes from them and their personality. Mm -hmm. Where I know that I do this different than a lot of people that brand specifically based on like what their ideal client wants to see. Um, So I think that that's something that would be fun. And I mean, I have lots of references on that. And I have fun exercises on that, but I don't know. I don't want them to feel like, okay, now you take this and do it yourself. Well, listen, I think like in any time you do any kind of challenge, like business, design, health, whatever, there's going to be a handful of people that can decide they want to run with it themselves. But those are the people that typically will come back around in three months <laughs> when they didn't do it, right? True. So so that's not necessarily like something that we have to like overly work to avoid, but it's more like, how do I get the right people to a place where they see that working with me is a no brainer? So there has to be a win on the other side of it. And then there has to be like a reason to do it. So I think it would be like, well, what's my reason? Because I'm not feeling inspired by my brand. I'm not feeling that it you know, shows who I am really well. I'm not making the money I want to be making, like all of that kind of stuff, right? Right. And then what does this do? Yeah, like that's the number one thing that my clients say to me is that they just don't feel like their brand matches their style or, you know, like the level of business that they're at. And then they can't raise their prices because it's not where they want to be. Yeah. So that's it. Like, this is just, let me help with all of that. Like if I can speak to exactly those pain points and then I can give you trainings on how to start envisioning a new brand. And then I can say, and if you want me to build it for you, hire me. Like that's your whole sales funnel. Okay. Right. Yep. Don't ask me to name anything right now. Cause I don't name things on the fly. <laughs> No naming, but you know the topic, right? Yes. You know exactly how to write to it. You could literally go write the landing page right this second based on what you just said. Right. (laughs) Does that feel true or are you like, fuck off? Uh, Well, I have a child this afternoon after I get off the call, so. (laughs) Well, not, you know, I'm saying in terms of like knowing. I could, yes. Exactly. So that's. That's super valuable. And then, like, you can just spend that time in between now and when you get to write it playing with, like, what might be the name of it. But regardless, that's the topic and that's why it makes sense because you know where they're at and you know how you can help create that, like, clear vision so that you can be the solution to that, right? Yeah. And quite frankly, it probably makes it easier for you if they come to you even more clear. So win-win. Absolutely. Because then they don't struggle on any of the questionnaires. They are ready to roll. It goes a lot faster at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Love it. It'll be fun. Easy. 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 Fun. All good things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But do you see how like – I mean, I don't know, time-wise, like, it was maybe, like, eight minutes or something like that. But, like, do you see how, like, you can kind of just 
almost like, and force is maybe like a bad word, but kind of like you can sort of like force yourself into picking, but then it feels so much lighter and easier. Yeah, because I probably would have written out 14 different options and then made a, made a reason of why each one wouldn't be right. <laughs> right, exactly. Felt totally overwhelmed, thought they all sucked, got really discouraged, blah, blah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, such a win to just kind of like, and then same with the name, like, you know, it's going to be so tempting for you to almost be like, oh, but like the name, I really need to think about it. And I need to, and almost like playing with like, can I just pick for now? Yes. I'm going to write right? one and I've heard that you're the queen of naming everything. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard that as well. I don't know if I live up to that, but I've heard that often. <laughs> so I will write but one. Yes. I'm not asking you to do that for me, but you can help. <laughs> absolutely and so like let's just pick by Wednesday like can you send me a name by Wednesday yes okay cool I feel like I made myself a lot of (laughs) to-dos you did but it's stuff that you're ready for and I think that's the thing to get excited about is like you you are in a place where you're like completely ready to lean into cool do I have this you know, foundation happening every day? Am I engaging every day? Am I offering like higher level opportunities for people to connect with me? Like all of this stuff is the thing that you've been kind of like building up to getting ready for. Does that make sense? It is. And like I said, I'm just excited about these posts to be going out because they feel good and they feel pointed and structured. And yeah. So exciting. So proud of you. They don't feel willy-nilly, like I'm just throwing something out there anymore. Yeah, and like just so much celebration to give yourself for getting to that point where I'm like, oh, that feels really good. This feels really easy. I feel super clear and ready to take that next step. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I I think I told you this before, but like I started working through it and then I almost made the comment of, Lacey, do you want to like check this over? And then I'm like, no, you can just freaking post for a week. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I... The word of the year, obviously, for me is trust because that's what I'm working on, you know? So I'm like, no, just trust that it's okay. Like, if you want her to review a specific one, that's different. You don't need her to read through every single social media post. So I'm really working on leaning into that. And it's it felt good. I'm so proud of you. Totally. And the thing is, too, is that, like, what you're doing by doing that, too, is that you're not making any one of them seem all that important. Do you see how that's so different where before it felt like every one of them is so important and then it gets so built up and like such a big deal in our head. And what you're inherently saying is like any one post isn't that big of a fucking deal. Let's just move forward. Right. Right. And even so I kept putting off those Facebook posts and putting them off and putting them off because I was making it so damn hard that they had to be so great. And then you're like, no, just use the ones you have. I'm like, oh, duh. (laughs) so interesting done they're done (laughs) why was I putting it off it was like writing another post but yeah so good and you have that um that group post spreadsheet that I gave you to that you can give to your VA so she's still like changing them up but it's like you're not writing other additional posts um yes so I need to figure out how she's going to do that and log in as me and I know we've shared it, but we haven't ever, like, figured out the structure of her being able to do it. Plus, she's in South Africa again Mm -mm. now. Mm -mm. So her time difference is way off. (laughs) But 
Well, so like that might just be a good to do for you today is like, how do I literally have that conversation with her or get the conversation scheduled? Yeah. ASAP, like just so you feel like I'm constantly moving forward on these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've started like writing the new task in ClickUp for her and I need to attach that spreadsheet, but I wanted to get one more week so they could be like off, not the exact same stuff going out everywhere and then have her get going on it. So good. Cool. All right. Well, keep me posted on that. If you need anything there, I will put all these to do's in here for you. I think like total celebration of (laughs) being ready for all these to do's and being in such a good place and just so excited for you. Yes. I'm so excited for this year and getting back to normal. So beautiful. All right. I will talk to you soon. Keep me posted and have a beautiful week. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.